Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now, your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there, and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike. That's Doug. You got nothing? Nothing? Uh-uh, dude. I mean... It's going to be a happy podcast. I can already tell. Look at look at how we're starting. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, I, I'm pissed, dude. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm really... I'm, I'm upset, dude. <clears throat> I do. I like doing the podcast. I didn't. I really didn't want to want to do a podcast, dude. I mean, I just. I don't. Right. I don't have anything productive to say. Right. I'm deeply. Dis- I'm. I'm like the movie Inside Out right now, except for just negative emotions. <laughs> There's right. no joy. There's no. Yeah. Like, it's just like hurt and shit. Yeah. No, and- it is. It, it. It is. It. It's depressed. It's. I feel. You know mad uh sad uh everything dude all negative emotions including nauseous about this whole thing i was dreading watching the game last night i felt like i knew exactly what was going to happen and it was worse than i expected (laughs) yeah (laughs) like that they statistically outplayed the golden knights for two periods and had nothing to show for it and then just got completely worked in the third period and embarrassed, you know? And I think that that's the thing that's been the hardest part to swallow so far is not that the Sharks will lose this series because I think we knew that this was going to be a very difficult series. Yeah. But the fact that they're just been so deeply outclassed, like... Right. They, I mean, game one was great. Right, so let's start at that. Let's start sure. at the positive. Game end. one was great, dude. I mean, game that, one looked it, good, and it feels like three years ago that we played game one. <laughs> I don't even remember, it. and it's not even the same team. I mean, Martin Jones was good in game one. Uh, the team played well. They uh, set set a tone that I thought was appropriate. Yeah, um, and it looked very promising. Eric Carlson looked good relatively healthy i felt in game one and you know even with you know pavelski getting hurt you know coming back who knows what's wrong with him yeah i I mean but he's playing he's playing um he's doing his best i after game one i felt very encouraged that this was going to be a series that the sharks were going to win and then even after game two i I still was like, okay, well, you know. Wasn't a great effort, but. Terrible start. They came back and made it, you know, they they came back and tied it, right? And then. Yeah, they were down 0-3 in game two, and I was disgusted. You know, yeah, goal controversies in game two. Right. You know, where you want to say whether that was a, you know, a a goal that should have been good or disallowed. Did that turn the whole game? Yeah, it did. Yeah, the Sharks could have been up. Instead, they were on the PK, and they blew the lead, right? Right, right. uh, yeah, that call turned that whole game and maybe the series, right? I mean, it, it, because if they had won that game, it might have been different. It could have been different, right? But you can't. 
I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think you can go back and go, that's why. Right. right. You can't. Because they were already playing like trash for half that game. Yeah. So then they go and play like garbage for two games and, you know, <laughs> there are so many things that are puzzling, dude, especially their inability to start a game on a positive note. Yeah, what, what is with that? Like, I think even it even goes back to the entire history of these two teams playing each other. I think Kurz might have said before game two or maybe before game four that of the 15 games that these two teams have played, in eight or nine of them, Vegas has scored in the first five minutes. Like, what? what is that about? Like, what? Yeah, I wish I had an explanation. I can tell you... The Sharks players and coaching staff have no explanation. They have no remedy for it. Whatever they've tried, if they've made any adjustments, they don't work. Um, like if you're the coaching staff, you're going into game four and the Sharks have now given up a goal in the first minute of three or four consecutive periods, three consecutive periods, every every period in game, game three, they gave up a goal in the first minute. And you say, listen... I don't care if you have to freaking ice the puck a hundred times in the first minute. Do not give up a goal in the first minute. And then what do they do? They give a goal and they're like a minute and 11 in. I mean, what is, uh, what? Yeah, I, there's no explanation that for just, it, dude. I I mean, can, it. How could you not just want to shoot yourself and everyone around you when yeah, you see I that? I mean, it's, uh, part of it is luck in, in a way, right? I mean, yes. part of it is luck. Um, the randomness of the game. But also, you know, part of it's mental. Like, you yeah. know, they're just, ex- you can just feel that they're expecting failure to happen, right? And yeah. and it is, it's happening in Vegas. They're in their head. Like, they feel like they're going to score anytime they want to score. That's like, right. Anytime. Mark, Mark Stone can score whenever he wants. And whenever he wants. Apparently, Paul Stastny can too. Yeah. Anytime they feel like it, they're going to score. And right now, that's what's happening. And it's bizarre and puzzling i don't get it like you can it's hard to defend that the sharks are a better team you can't you can't defend it at all like vegas is clearly better than san jose right now i didn't feel that way when the series started i when i look at the teams on paper i don't feel that way but on the ice it's not close san jose is the more talented team vegas is the better team right and there can be a laundry list of excuses, right? You can say that the Sharks have uh, a long list of injuries, right? Mm-hmm. Eric Carlson is clearly not 100%. Um, Joe Pavelski... He's far away from 100%. You know, it had some other uh, injury issues before this even happened to his face, right? Right. Um, Couture took one in the nuts, right? I right. mean, and whatever else is going on with him, Timo Meyer, Evander Kane, these are players that were hurt at the end of the year. We don't know. Vlasic's out. Vlasic's missed the last two games. Um, these are major players. Um, sure, could that be a reason why Obviously, this is going well? Jumbo got suspended. suspended, right? Could these all be reasons why the Sharks are down 3-1? Sure, but even so, without Jumbo last night... And without Vlasic, I feel like they were fielding a talented enough team that it should have been yeah. more competitive than that. Like, and it right. wasn't. It just wasn't. And, um, and then probably the most important point is how dreadful 
Martin Jones has been in games two, three, and four. Yeah. He's like under 800 save percentage. It's nice. Which, you know, you consider that he won the first game 5-2. Mm-hmm. And so you're putting that stat in the mix. <laughs> so remove that. Yeah. And how bad is he? Uh, yeah. Horrifically know, bad. I don't know if they make numbers that small. Horrifically yeah. bad. It's got to be under 70%. It's bad. It's terrible. It's, you know, Kevin Kurz wrote, Martin Jones is not an NHL goalie right now. He cannot play. And I agree with him. He cannot play. Like he, he cannot play. Yeah. He, he, he cannot come back. There's something wrong with him mentally or physically or something. <clears throat> and he can't play again. He should not play game five. And if they happen to win that, he's, he shouldn't come back. And he right now, he shouldn't. I mean, I don't know how you even let him back in. If they somehow pull off a holy miracle and come back from this series, which is just so, so unlikely, dude. Right. That um, I just don't know how he could play again this year. And then the question beyond that is a different topic, right? Yeah, which we might talk about later in the show. But first, an email from Hank. Uh, he says, unbelievable is an understatement. And he says, please make it an uplifting, optimistic podcast, please. How are we doing so far? Well, we can talk about the Columbus Blue Jackets, <laughs> Hank. You want to talk about uplifting and optimistic? You want to talk about the New York Islanders? Yeah. Uh, how about being a Colorado Avalanche fan right now? I mean, we're living in the upside down, essentially. Yeah. Like, Bizarre you know, world. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, those fans have got to be feeling worse, right? You feel worse right now if you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know, if you're a Pittsburgh Feng- Penguins fan, you feel worse than 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 we do, you know? Oh, um, yeah. I, I mean, mean they, they, they got swept and um, by two teams that are, I mean, at least with Vegas, we knew. We saw this coming, right? Yeah, we yeah. knew. This is not what we wanted in the first round. This was, it's not a good matchup. Just like how the Blackhawks were never a good matchup or the old school Red Wings were a terrible matchup for the Sharks. Right. Some teams are better matchups. The year that the Sharks made it to the cup, they got good matchups. Yeah, yeah. But this was not the way that the script was going to unfold for a Stanley Cup run. So it's hard to be positive, Hank. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I hope that that was sarcasm. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing (laughs) positive to say, like, you know, about any of it. It's uh, it's bad. It's all bad. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, how do we not go to... I'm sure that the knee-jerk reaction, certainly for us, and I'm, I expect for a lot of our listeners, is you go full-on despair mode, which is, why on earth would Eric Carlson want to stay on a team like this? Well, you know, when you're the leading scorer on in the playoffs on your team and you're playing on one leg, <clears throat> like, and you look around and you go, I'm on one leg. Yeah. And I have... Clearly diminished. More points than anybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, like, um, that yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, I, I don't. There's so many of these things, you know. I mean, this, this is. There's so many decisions this off season that are going to be coming. That you know, I don't know if we want to get into that yet because you know, I mean, uh, the sharks are always good for pulling a fast one on us, so we could yeah. sit here and beat them up and then find that they win the next two games, right? Right. But, I mean, as much as we don't think that's going to happen, well, uh, I don't know if I want to get into the off-season breakdown right now, but it's difficult, right? Like you're you're looking at this and going, this isn't the scenario you wanted to sell an incoming free agent on, right? 
hey, <laughs> come stick around. We love to fold them in the first round, right? right? right. Like uh, when he's looking across the ice at a team that's probably going to be his top suitor, right? Yeah. Outside of us and going, hmm, well, yeah, maybe it is better over there. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. But, you know, there's certainly a long way to go before we get to that. But And <clears throat> and if we do want a slight uh, shred of positivity here, the series ain't over yet. And the Sharks play. It's not. I mean. If the Sharks win, I mean. Sure, dude. It's technically not over. But this is over. I agree with you. I mean, if I couldn't find a Vegas odds that I would be happy with to bet on the Sharks to win the series at this point. But They've got to be. But plus these, four or five hundred. But these guys have proven us wrong before. If they True. if they win at home, sure. In they game can five, lose, they can lose then, game six in Vegas, and then they'll lose a game six in Vegas. <laughs> I think that's the most likely scenario. Is they'll yeah. ga- they'll well, they'll squeak I mean, one out at home, uh, and then they'll lose. Things in Vegas. happen, right? You know, I, but things, I, happen. things happen. Um, you're a uh, Mark Andre Fleury injury away from being back in this series. You're yep. a Mark Stone injury away from being back in this series. Um, you know, maybe the Sharks, you're right. Luck could turn and injury bugs could hit the Golden Knights in game five. And, you know, I mean, I would like to see the Sharks and Joe Pavelski kind of called everybody out on this <clears throat> at the end of the game is, you know, they need to play harder, but they need to play smarter. I mean, they're just doing so many. They're They're yeah. just buying right into what Vegas wants them to do. I mean, on the good side... Honestly, one of the things that I, I think about sometimes is the Sharks at least won game one and they look good in game one. I know that we all remember the year that the, the Sharks went to the Cup. And after the first three games of the Stanley Cup final in 2016 and 2017, I spent a decent amount of time trying to figure out if the Sharks were the most dominated team in Stanley Cup Finals history. Right. They had not led a game in that series for one second. The only game they won was in overtime. And every other time that there was an advantage on the scoreboard, it was to the Penguins. The Sharks had literally not led the game ever in that entire series. Right. That was pretty bad. Um, You know, I don't know if I made a huge argument about the Sharks being the most dominant, you know, team ever. They ended up winning a game, ended up leaving a game, and it was obviously lost in six. But at least the Sharks have a model, a template for how to play in this series. That's game one. At least we know. If you talk to me game three against the Penguins, it's like, there's nothing we could do. We have not, you know, have we have not exhibited a single successful stretch of time against the Penguins in that series. We got worked, <laughs> basically, and all, and we managed to keep one game tied and Jonas Donskoy won in overtime. Sure. But at least now, on the positive edge versus that series, we know what the Sharks can do to win. At least we know that. Maybe all those things that the Sharks need to do to win are impossible at this point. They need to have healthy players that can score, and they need to have decent goaltending. Maybe neither of those could ever possibly happen. Yeah, I mean, you look at that Stanley Cup Finals and how good <clears throat> Martin Jones was. Like, yeah, you know that guy. He's not here right now. I don't know what has happened to him. Yeah, but it's very strange. He's completely gone off the rails, and I've tried defending him. I do think that 
you know, he has not played well, but the Sharks defensively in front of him have been not good. Like, and, and you see repeatedly mistakes from Vlasic earlier in the year. Justin Braun making dumb plays. Brendan Dillon, I mean, Brent Burns is good for a few bonehead plays every game, yeah. but you forgive it because he makes up for it on the other end, but except for in this series, he's not making up for it on the other end. Right. He's just being being stupid being stupid and then you know i mean going back to kevin curse again here who mentioned that you know um brent burns was not uh willing to really be interviewed last night after the game and he said probably uttered about 18 total words um and then martin jones was not available to media and he said in, that he blames the Sharks organization for condoning this kind of behavior and not letting their players be accountable. That too many times when there's a bad game, they're allowed to just sort of vanish, duck. right? Yeah, duck. And Couture and Pavelski stood there and took it and answered, right? Right. <clears throat> and I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I I can't imagine being in that situation, and it's got to be frustrating. And we're not saying they don't care or that they're yeah. not trying, right? right of right, course right. they are. Like, of course they are. They they've got to be so way ten times more frustrated than we are. Oh yeah, you know. But uh, it's I don't know, dude. It's difficult to watch, and I would make the argument to you that if the Sharks lose tomorrow night, that this could be the darkest time in Sharks franchise history. You know, I, I, can't, I can't go there. I can't go there because I think about what what happened to everyone after the Sharks were up three games to none against the Los Angeles Kings and lost the series. And everybody thought the window had closed. Everybody thought that was a good team that could go far and that the window was closed and that we were looking at a dark period of years for the franchise. And we were wrong about that. That to me, that's the darkest. I mean, that, that sucked. That sucked. Oh, great. Now we're on the history. We're in the history books for one of the three or four teams in the history of hockey to go up Oh three and lose the series. I mean, that's, I mean, this is a Vegas team that went to the cup finals last year you know, this is a good team. This is a matchup we didn't want. They lose this series in embarrassing fashion. Don't get me wrong. Not happy. Sure. But I don't think this compares to the loss against the Kings. So I would say that, you know, we can dive deeper into this when the series is over. And hopefully we're talking about a miracle comeback and then we're in the second round. But I think we all know that the odds are not in our favor in that. But... um because of the roster uncertainty, because of the assets that we've given up to obtain this roster, because of the coaching staff extensions that were given, because of the long-term contract that was given to a goalie that you now have pulled in three out of four Stanley Cup playoff games, yeah, yeah, that these are dark questions that will hang over this franchise all summer and... Um, and then also that you wonder if this is your franchise icons last game over right and Jumbo, like this Jumbo's last game, you know, um, y- you, you don't know. And, uh, again, hopefully, you know, we won't, we will not get into all this right now. I'm just putting the question out there Yeah, is that. And I'd be curious to hear... I think Old Man Pat's with you. With with listeners here, and we'll hear from Old Man Pat in a second, but uh, 
what you think about that and if you disagree what you think the darkest time is now of course if the sharks win game five this is a this this discussion topic is tabled and you can all call me as many names as you want for being a non-believer but i i definitely don't i want them to win tomorrow night desperately i'm just trying to be realistic here we also forgot about the todd harvey era anyway uh (laughs) No, uh, old man, old man Pat, Pat. Old man Pat. He says once their season ends on Thursday. Wow, old man Pat. Also pessimistic. What options do the Sharks have with Jones? He signed to a long-term deal. No longer knows how to play goaltender. He says it's also obvious that the any NHL coach worth his salt could uh, should not have started Jones in Game Four. DeBoer needs to be berated by upper management for starting him in Game Four. Um, oh, man, it's it's. He says it's it's obvious he that if if Jones was played as even a middle tier NHL goalie, I I think if goal if Jones maybe played as a mid tier NHL goalie, the Sharks might have gotten the one seed. I mean, I might even go that far, but um, I'm not going to blame DeBoer too much for for starting him in Game Four because his 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 alternative was Aaron Dell, who has not exactly been lighting the world on fire. Remember a couple years ago. Aaron Dell had some great numbers. Sure. If it was that season, then it's a no-brainer you start Dell. But Dell has not been great this season. So do you want a proven playoff NHL goalie that's had a bad year? Or do you want an unproven playoff NHL goalie that's had a bad year? So if we're looking at the fatal flaw here, as we're analyzing the situation that we're in, the year that Martin Jones came to the Sharks and had a career season, you know, backstopping the Sharks to the Stanley Cup Finals. The Sharks made a pretty shrewd acquisition around the trade deadline, picking up James Reimer, who then split the final 20-something games with Jones, keeping him fresh, and also playing extremely well and pushing Jones, pushing him to, you know, play at his best or, you know, Reimer was fully capable yeah. of coming in and being a league average NHL goalie or better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Arendelle's success last year eliminated the Sharks' feeling for acquiring someone like Jimmy Howard at the trade deadline. And here we are. Here we are. Where Martin Jones maybe isn't feeling threatened by his playing time by Arendelle. Right. And is thus suffered, you know? It, if we're looking to rehab Martin Jones, which I think is our only option here because yeah. nobody is going to take him at this contract length and price tag. Like he's, <laughs> it's not happening. He is an immovable, he's kryptonite. Like yeah. no one's going to want him. The Sharks either have to buy him out. I hate to use the D word, but he might be the David Clarkson of goalies. <laughs> well, at least David Clarkson was hurt and can't play anymore and is now just, you know, insurance cap fodder. Martin Jones physically can still play. The Milan Lucic of goalies. <laughs> now you're getting there. Yeah. So, uh, old man Pat, I think that, you know, the Sharks are, this is gets back to my, my dark days of Teal comment in that, you know, the Sharks have made a, a commitment to him financially. They've yeah. made a commitment to, by re-signing Pete DeBoer, you know, before the playoffs even came, they've made a commitment, right? And I understand that because, you know, you know, I mean, DeBoer could go coach. I think Mike Sullivan's going to get fired. You know, he could go po- coach that he would, if you let him go, he'd be rehired this summer. Like, he, oh, yeah. you know, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not going to sit on the unemployment line. 
Like Tom McClellan has been, he was terrible in Edmonton. Yep. Right. And he's going to get a job, right? Right. Like he's going to get a gig. He's He's probably going to coach the Kings. Or Buffalo, right? Well, Buffalo seems like they passed. But now, I mean, if you're Tom McClellan, don't you wait for Sullivan to get fired? Probably. At this point? Like, you know. Because he's done great with star players. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, Pat, I think we're. We're we're wedded together, and there's no divorce coming. Like I mean, yeah. you know, you've got to, you know, they've got to figure out what happened with Martin Jones. Like, what happened? Yeah. What do we What do we do to make this? What happened? Yeah. What happened? And 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 what happened with the defense too? Like, what happened? Yeah. Like, I mean, like they. Um, Could Joel Quinville's hiring be the saving of the Sharks? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Bob Bugner, yeah, no I mean, longer well, the coach of I the mean, Florida right. Panthers. I mean, it, maybe, maybe they do bring him back. I mean, that did work extremely well. You know, the, I mean, year, you got to think that that's uh, got to be something that's being kicked around, right? Because the shuffling of the assistant coaches that didn't change anything it really didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah. They've had the same defensive flaws the, this whole year. Odd man rushes. They're split down the middle way too easily. It is, you know, they're not, they're not a, on paper, great defensive core on the ice. Not great. Not even average yeah. in their own zone. It's bad. So Jones wears a lot of this, but the decor needs to wear a lot of it too. That first goal in game three, that wasn't Jones's fault. Like yeah. Mark Stone all alone between Just the circles right what? went right by everybody yeah, like what yeah. are you guys doing like what are you looking at like what's happening here yeah. what happened <laughs> what what is going on like i i just it's if anyone's still listening <laughs> <laughs> it's distressing it's distressing dude well maybe this is a little cathartic for some of our listeners because i'm sure that i'm sure a lot of people out there are pretty mad yeah. about how this oh, is going. Sure. I mean, yeah. we, were, we were talking, a lot of people were talking about how this is going to be a deep run. We didn't necessarily know if this is going to be it this year. And then the Sharks showed us a lot of glamour here. For a couple months there, the Sharks looked like they could kill anybody. They right. they, yeah. they handed Tampa they Bay did. one of their own losses, at, only yeah. losses at home. They beat sure. some of these best teams in the NHL. They beat them handily. I think I said this was the best Sharks team. Yeah. You know, I believed it in that moment. And now you look back on it and that's where it's just, it's baffling i i i don't know i don't know what to make of it uh dude other series around the nhl the other series in the pacific colorado is leading calgary 2-1 that is super weird um uh calgary's dropped to a row in that series winnipeg after dropping the first games come back mm-hmm. um i have both those teams in the vegas bet you have both calgary and colorado the nashville dallas series nashville's got a hold of that one now 2-1 um, but those games have all been pretty close. Really close. You know? so, really close. Um, uh, you've got both those teams. So right now, I mean, you, you're in a pretty good spot, at mm-hmm. least in the Pacific, to have the team come out of the Pacific, and then we'll we'll each have a team in the Central Finals. Yeah. Uh, squaring off. Over on the Eastern side, dude, in the Atlantic, I've got all the teams, even though I lost Tampa Bay, which really hurts. Uh, (laughs) I've got Columbus, I've got Boston, and as everyone knows, I have Toronto. So I'll have the team coming out of the Atlantic, and then, you know, Mike lost Pittsburgh. Yep. I had the Islanders, which is, I can't even explain that, but... um, They kicked the crap out of the They did. It was was not close, and... 
it was I. So here's here's the question: How many wins is Barry Trotz worth? I mean, right? This is, has to be the question that everybody is wondering. You know, clearly ten, clear, ten wins at least. I mean, like that team, a twenty point swing for them easily like, without Tavares. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah. Whatever he's getting paid is probably not enough. It's it's crazy. You you can't make an argument against that right now. He's the most valuable coach in the NHL. Like yeah. how he took a team that everybody thought was going to be in dire straits after losing their franchise player and a lottery team. Yeah, and now they're, you know, a series away from being in the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Like it's it's a great story, dude. Um and they beat a really good team four straight. Well, how about this? I mean, if you're looking to set up a, a storyline, how about Washington, Washington versus the Islanders yeah. in the next round? I mean, like yeah. that's yeah. That's a great story. Well, then Ovechkin will personally punch out every one of the Islanders. Okay, and then how about this? Yeah, that was, yeah. Okay, listen. That that, that kid should have known better, right? (laughs) But, uh, sorry. Yeah, don't. But, I mean, if you're looking at storylines here, how about Islanders caps, and then how about Islanders Leafs in the conference finals? I mean, that'd be so great, right? I mean, what a great storyline that would be i mean it'd be amazing i'm sure the nhl is rooting for that hard because what a great storyline it'd be fun well the nhl is rooting for toronto anyway you slice it yeah i mean toronto islanders Tavares, and trots that'd be pretty great yeah sweet lou switching teams right like i mean that that would be uh i'd really like that because that would mean i'd have a team in the finals but Mm -hmm. um so personally rooting for that of course i mean not that i'm pumping my own tires with my own vegas picks here but i mean the the way the series are shaping out isn't vegas the best team in the west right now yeah dude i mean nationals having trouble winnipeg's having trouble Vegas right now, not having trouble. Yeah, but I'm not sure if that's a reflection on how good Vegas is or how bad the Sharks are, Yeah, to be honest. That's like, the question. I, I think that um, I don't know that they can do this to those other teams. Like the Sharks, for whatever reason, their goaltending is uh, bottom balls of the league, right? It's terrible. And, we you know, you can't, bad, yeah. you can't say that for any of those other teams. I Calgary. Okay, well, Calgary, Cal- they, Vegas ex- might get a gift. They might not even have to play Calgary next. They're exhibit right? B, maybe, on how bad they might, But then, okay, but then how how good has Grubauer been? Like, so you look at that, yeah. and you go, okay, well, it, can Vegas do this against Grubauer? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. They're not going to beat Grubauer five nothing, right? And he's not going to get pulled three times. Like he's been too good. Mm-hmm. So you're, he's he's winning that series, and he got them to where they are, right? So um, and he's not that's not going to happen against uh, Rene, right? Uh, if not Ben Bishop, yeah, yeah. like I mean, it won't. So um, yeah, I I. I would say that if I was in Vegas and after this, I would pick Vegas to represent the um, the Western Conference, but I don't think it's that much of a separation. Like, I, I think the other teams are, are pretty good, you know? Um, and also, I, well, it'll be curious to see how bad were the Sharks or how good is Vegas? Right. I don't know the answer. Especially since, you know, the knock on Vegas was all they lost these players 
and it seems like all all the players they replaced him with are the players that are just killing it. Right oh now. yeah, I mean they, I mean Stasny and Stone have been awesome. Yeah. I mean they've been great, and you know we all kind of laughed at them for picking up Ryan Reeves. What a great pickup! Yeah. I mean like he he his entire personality fills that whole team. Yeah, like they play all play like Ryan Reeves. Like they could you know they they could care less, right? Yeah, and they're coming at you hard. They have the personality of a Gerard Gallant team. Like they, mm-hmm. they hit hard. They play hard. They're fast. You know, you watch them zip the puck around. Like it's different. Like the Sharks are just holding on a little bit too long, questioning every move. You know, far too deliberate. It's just not confident. Like they and, um, yeah, Stasny. I mean, like when he was playing for St. Louis, he wasn't that. He wasn't this good. No. It was like he got traded to Winnipeg. It was like yawn. Yeah. Who cares? This guy's he overrated. Like almost forgot where he was. He's, oh, I, to me, he was overrated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. You know. I didn't realize he had, didn't have as much teeth. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's not have a lot of teeth. Well, you know. Wow. Oh. Hockey player. Good for him. Neither does Pavs now. <sighs> well, dude, we'll be back. Either. Maybe the Sharks won't be, but we'll be back <laughs> uh, to recap this series. And you know, dude, I mean, it, maybe there's a miracle in store, and certainly. Um, if the Sharks win game five, we'll have to consider recording again before game six <laughs> to try to uh, to breathe some more life into this story, right? But yeah. um, certainly we'll be back before the game seven if there's a game seven because then it's all back on the table, right? But, uh, dude, happy Easter. <laughs> happy Easter, dude. Hate the show? Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.